This is the Cruise Control Podcast with me, Randy Cruz. You can follow me on Twitter at R-A-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z, also at Cruise Control Pod. You can download and subscribe to the podcast on both iTunes and SoundCloud.com. This is Billy Corbett, director of Cocaine Cowboys and the 30 for 30s, The You and Broke. And there's nothing we love in Miami more than driving cruise control with no hands, steering with our knee, and not using turn signals, which is kind of what it's like listening to the Cruise Control Podcast with my man, Randy Cruz. And I'm now joined by Mr. Graham Matthews, a featured columnist for the WWE on Bleacher Report. He's on Twitter at Russell Rant. Graham, what's up, my man? How you doing? Randy, doing great. How about you? Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, always a pleasure having you on the show, talking some wrestling. Uh, before we get started, Happy New Year to you and the family, bro. You too, man. I appreciate it. It's been a long time coming, but uh, great to be back on the show. Yeah, man. Usually we do this once or twice a year. We you know, probably you know WrestleMania time and then SummerSlam time, but um. It's now getting a little bit more interesting nowadays, and I know we're going to get more into that uh, coming later, but always a pleasure to have you on the show, and I'm looking forward to it uh, tonight. Definitely. It always seems like every time I'm on the show, something great or something big is going down. you got WrestleMania, and then right now we got Royal Rumble, AJ Styles, all the New Japan guys maybe coming to WWE. I hate being on shows whenever there's, you know, whenever there's a bad time in wrestling, because I don't like to complain about it, but it's right. a great time to be a WWE wrestling fan right now, and I can't wait to talk about it with you, brother. All right, man, let's get right into it. Um, before we get into AJ Styles and all New Japan pro wrestling guys coming up and Reigns being champion, um, for those who have not seen Raw, um, sometimes I don't blame you for, for doing that, but Vince McMahon at the end of the program told Roman Reigns and the world that and at the Royal Rumble in three weeks or less than three weeks, he would be defending his championship belt in the actual Royal Rumble match. Um, before we get into um, predictions and stuff like that, when you first heard McMahon lay out that idea to the world, what was your first initial reaction? I was excited. I've seen a lot of people complain about, you know, call it way too predictable and whatnot, which is fine. I mean, there's a couple different scenarios they can go with, which is more than what it would have been before if the title wasn't on the line. I mean, people got to remember, this is the first time in 24 years, since 92, when Ric Flair wanted to win his first and only WWE, or sorry, his first two WWE championships when he first arrived on the scene. It's been over two decades. It's something we haven't seen in a long time. It adds my... It adds so much interest to the Rumble. It makes me so much more excited for the Rumble than I was before. And I mean, everyone's always excited for the Rumble. There's no doubt about that. But putting the title on the line for the first time since 92 is a huge addition to the Rumble match. And like I said, there's a lot of different possibilities. Yes, there's always a route that they can go with Roman Reigns winning and retaining. You know, that, that's fine. I wouldn't be um, angry about that. I wouldn't be pissed. But at the same time, there's so many other possibilities with John Cena, Triple H, Maybe even, you know, a surprise win from Dean Ambrose or Kevin Owens or returning, you know, a returning superstar or debuting AJ Styles. It could really be anyone. There's a lot of different possibilities now more than ever. I mean, the last couple of years have been extremely predictable, at least now with the championship being on the line. It adds so much more. Uh, there, there's a lot more factors to consider than just Roman Reigns. I think it's a great move, and I was pumped to hear uh, Vinny Max say that on Monday night. 
Now, why would some fans feel like they're they're not in favor of this idea? I mean, you know, we we've been sitting here for the last few months, maybe even up to a year, complaining or giving out disdain about them not providing something new, new talent, new ideas, new new matches, new format, and we and, and we finally get something like you said the first time in, in twenty plus years where the belt will be defended in the actual. Royal Rumble match. Um, I know back in in '92, you know the belt was vacated, but this is the first time a guy has to go in the Rumble match and and actually defend the belt. Um, I'm I'm all for it. It's something new. It's never been done before. Um, so many possibilities, like you said. But why would some fans sit back and and feel like, well, this is not a good idea? You know, I think it just stems back to Roman Reigns because people just don't want to see him win again. And, I mean, if you asked me that the same thing a month ago, that Roman Reigns was coming back or that he was going to win the Rumble again for the second consecutive year, then I probably wouldn't have been too happy because we just saw it last year. People responded very negatively to it. But I feel like a lot has changed, obviously, in the last year. I mean, the guy's gotten a lot more over. He's no Stone Cold Steve Austin or anything like that, but he's gotten a lot more over with the audience. WWE's booked him a lot better now than they were a year ago, even a month or two ago. They're finally doing right by the Roman Reigns character. At the same time, I mean, even now people aren't happy that he's going to win or that he might win, which is fine. I mean, you got to set up the story, which I'm thinking they're going to do him in Triple H at WrestleMania. That seems to make the most sense. I feel like they would have a good match. It's been building for almost two or three years now. So it's been a long time coming. I'm looking forward to it, whether it's for the title or not. It doesn't need to be for the championship, so maybe that's why people aren't really happy that he might win. Same thing with Triple H. I feel like even to a lesser extent, people aren't happy that he might win because you don't need to see the title on Triple H at 40-something years old, not an active competitor with so many other big names in the Rumble. Um, It's not really necessary. But at the same time, I feel like people aren't really receptive to Roman Reigns winning again just because they don't want the same person two years in a row, which I understand. Again, I wasn't. Uh, initially happy when I, you know, when I figured that as well, when Roman Reigns lost to James and TLC, he would end up winning the belt. But when I thought about it a month ago, I'm thinking Reigns can't win it again. We cannot see the same thing again. But with it being in Orlando, I mean, Florida is his, uh, it's his backyard. So it's his home state. I doubt they would boo him out of the building. I mean, I'll eat my words if that happens. I don't think it'll happen though. Um, I, I just feel like the story this time around is a lot better than it was a year ago. It wouldn't be the worst-case scenario. It wouldn't be the best-case scenario. I would be okay with it, but it feels like there's so many other people they can go with right now, so many other fresh faces like a Kevin Owens or an Ambrose or even a Lesnar who we have seen before but not in 13 years. So I feel like that's probably what it is. There are other choices for WWE to go with right now. So now it's two things. One, before Vince made that announcement, how long did you anticipate Roman having the belt for? And now with the announcement, do you feel like he might lose the title at the Royal Rumble. Before the announcement, I was thinking he was going to lose it at the Rumble anyway. I was thinking, I'm, I'm very, very happy. You know, people are saying, oh, it's way too predictable. Reigns is going to win like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, even still, I mean, I would take that infinitely. I'm happy. I'm happy as it is. But for anyone who's not happy with it, I will take this match over another match between Roman Reigns and Sheamus at that pay-per-view. I'm glad they got it over with on the first Raw of the year. They typically do title matches in the first Raw of the year, so that's great. It was a great little ratings draw. It was a nice match. It was a nice angle. It would have made it way too obvious for the Rumble pay-per-view. The title match isn't really the draw of the pay-per-view anyway. The match is, but now we kind of get a combination of both. Um, But regardless, before the 
title match was announced for the show, for with the title being announced for the Rumble match, I was thinking he was going to drop it to Brock Lesnar because Lesnar has yet to get his rematch. He had his little rematch for the title after he lost at a WrestleMania at um, Battleground, I think it was, with Seth Rollins. Right. And it was a no contest or whatever when Taker came in. He got rid of Taker. He overcame that obstacle, and he hasn't been back since. He's done a few live event stuff, but other than that, he has yet to come back to WWE TV. So when he returns on Monday, or when I, I figured initially when he was going to be back next Monday, he would challenge Reigns with the belt, beat him there for the championship, and we would get Lesnar and Owens, which was kind of far-fetched. But at this point, I don't think it's happening. But uh, I feel like I, I felt like at that time Owens would win the Rumble, Lesnar would win the belt. And now that the Rumble match is for the title, I still feel like Lesnar would be the best choice. Again, it's something that we've seen before, but doing Lesnar... I don't know about a Rock Lesnar match with the title, but again, like I said, Owens maybe he gets become he gets the number one contendership at some point in the next month at Fastlane or whatever. Owens or Orton's gone, Rollins is gone. I mean, there's other people that can go with. I just don't think Reigns and Triple H with the title at WrestleMania is necessary because that match does not need the title. Um, so again, I feel like Reigns and Triple H will win, but um, I feel like Lesnar again, like I said earlier, whether it was the Rumble match or the title match he was going to get that opportunity to walk into WrestleMania as champion because um, he has yet to really kind of go back into that title picture after being screwed out of the title over the summer. So I'm going with Lesnar, but I feel like it might be Roman Reigns and Triple H. Just a sidebar, are, are we are we in this mass scramble of who's going to win, who, who's going to be fighting for the belt at WrestleMania because of so many guys being out injured, um, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, um, Cesaro, Sting, Nikki Bella, um, Wade Barrett, so on and so forth. John Cena was out for a bit, but he came back. Uh, he was filming some show. But are we are we just going back and forth because so many people are out right now? Yeah, I mean, there's so many. I mean, even with those people in, I don't think any of them would have won, maybe in, with the exception of maybe like a Seth Rollins or something if he dropped the belt at Survivor Series, which I feel like was the original plan, regardless of whether he got hurt or not. He was going to drop the championship to Roman Reigns, whatever the result was, whether he got injured or not. Um, I don't know if he would have run, if he would have won the Rumble. I don't think so. I don't know if he's going to be figured into a top like main event match at WrestleMania, although he deserved to um, before he got injured. But yeah, with so many people out, I mean, it really takes a blow to the WrestleMania card. I mean, after the rumors that we heard this past week with Styles and Jericho coming back for the Rumble, Rock already announcing he's going to be there, I'm still excited for WrestleMania. But with all the people that are out right now, like like you said, Barrett, Nikki Bella, Orton, Rollins, Cena was gone for a little while, now he's back. Um, it, it just really felt like we were lacking star power and had to rely on the people that we don't really care, care about as much right now, or at least did before Everything else kind of really recently just happened, like the Roman Reigns and Sheamus's of the world. Um, I couldn't give two craps about, especially Sheamus and the League of Nations. But, yeah, with so many people out, it doesn't help the WrestleMania card. Um, the same thing with the Royal Rumble. They might have to fill a few spots with some surprises, which might work out for the better. Or they might have to call upon, like, the Adam Roses or the Curtis Axels because all the other top stars are out. But... They're making do with what they have. Like I said, they're calling in Jericho and Rock and maybe Styles in time for WrestleMania. So they're making up for what they don't have, which is good. Is there a low or is there a high possibility of Daniel Bryan entering the Rumble? You know, it's funny. I've seen on a lot of different websites, I've seen a lot of people say it's a foregone conclusion that Daniel Bryan's coming back. And I honestly don't think so. I'm not going to say 
his career is going to end. I mean, mm-hmm. there's definitely that possibility because WWE has yet to clear him for a concussion, just a simple concussion, which basically almost everybody comes back from. And he suffered his in May or April, but he left wrestling in May, and he hasn't been back. It's been eight months by this point. So, and here's the thing: a lot of people say, "Well, you know what? They're going to save his return for the Royal Rumble." But that being said, I really, really feel like if he was cleared to go, they would have brought him back by now because they need that star power. Like I said, with Orton gone, Rollins gone, they need main event stars. So if he was ready to go a week, month, two months ago, they would have called him back that day. They would have brought him back on Raw that night. They would not be waiting until the Rumble. Um, if they did, it would be a huge surprise. I would be surprised, maybe not some other people. I'm not personally expecting it, but um, it would be a great twist. But again, though, even if he is clear to go and he is in the Rumble match, he shouldn't be in the Rumble match unless he wins. And I don't think he will, unless he's facing Reigns at WrestleMania, which uh, would be cool. We saw it last year, but it would be a good match. Him and Lesnar would be awesome, and I feel like they kind of uh, missed the vote in doing that last year. So if he's not going to win, then he shouldn't be in the match because we saw what happened with that the last two years. He wasn't in the match in 2014. Batista got booed out of the building, and he should have been in the match, but they, even if he was, he probably would have, uh, Batista still probably would have gotten booed if Daniel Bryan didn't win because he was the hottest thing going at that point. 2015, when it really, really seemed like he would win, and it made sense because he had just come back, he announced his entering return for the Rumble, and he lost again, and his elimination was so anticlimactic, they booed Reigns out of the building. So Daniel Bryan does not win. If he returns in the Rumble and he doesn't win, it's a waste. Like I would even say, I would even argue, wait until the night after WrestleMania to bring him back. Because if he's not going to be in the top match at WrestleMania, which again I feel like he won't, is after being injured for two lengthy periods of time, I feel like WWE's kind of given up on him as the main event player. It sucks. It's sad. I love Daniel Bryan, but I feel like he's kind of moved past him um, as a main event guy. So I would either wait until the night after the Rumble, the night after WrestleMania, if he's not going to win the Rumble, and I don't think he will. Now I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that Roman Reigns uh, can 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 walk in there and, and win this whole Royal Rumble match. I don't I don't think he's going to win it, but the question is who's going to win it? And I'm still trying to figure out that maybe the, the final four, the final five guys. I I figured he would have to be in that final final five, final four to make it believable. If he's eliminated anywhere before that, then that could be a good thing. That could be a bad thing. Um, but if if he's going to go in there, defend the belt, knowing that Vince McMahon does, does not want him champion, and he's going to go through 29 other guys and come out on top, to to, to some fans, it's like, oh, well, well, Reigns just beat 29 guys. Who who, who else who else is going to beat him at Fastlane, at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. going forward? It makes no sense. That's why, to me, to make it logical and make it – worth sense he has to lose the belt at royal rumble and you know eventually get it back but if he walks out the royal rumble with the belt um that's gonna be a a a a tough situation to explain on raw and going forward because you spent the whole year trying to get this guy um over you finally did philadelphia cheered him when he won the belt against sheamus now he goes into another rumble 29 guys and he wins, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I mean, you make a great point. I didn't even think about that. I mean, 
the one versus all gimmick, that character of his, it makes sense for the Rumble to put him in the Rumble. I think it's a great move to put the title on the line and have Reigns enter the Rumble because it makes perfect sense from a from a storyline standpoint. I mean, people have been arguing, oh, why didn't they just strip him of the belt if the authority hates him so much? Vince then stripped Stone Cold of the title every time, you know, he was champion in 98, 99, 2001, whatever. I mean, maybe once or twice, but he didn't always strip him of the championship because, I don't know, the board of directors, their, their, their logic is so... I'm not even going to begin to speculate, but as far as Roman Reigns goes and him winning it again, you make a great point. If he eliminates her, he's not going to take it all 29 then. But if he overcomes the odds and wins the Rumble, what makes you think that whoever he faces for that title or defends against at Fastlane or WrestleMania, how he's not going to easily overcome them too? Because winning the Rumble is tough enough alone. And he did it last year, so if he was going to do it again this year, and he wipes out all potential challengers, unless someone comes back in time for WrestleMania that wasn't in the Rumble and he didn't already beat, it makes no sense. So, I mean, it has to be, like I said, it's got to be either Lesnar or somebody else. Like Kevin Owens, I think, would be amazing, or Styles pulling a Ric Flair and winning his first night in. And even alone, you got to think, I was talking about with this um, with RJ earlier today, is that mm. Reigns has to enter at, like, an early number. I mean, it would make perfect sense to bring him in at number one. We've always had, like, a big number one entrant and it's got to be Roman Reigns. If he came in at 15 or later, like it, there would be no point for putting him in the Rumble and having him overcome the odds if the number, you know, if the odds are in his favor at a later entrant number. So yeah, he has to enter early. Having he can be until the final five. There's nothing wrong with that or final four or whatever. Um, but I just feel like Triple H is going to come in. He'll be in the ring, maybe take everyone out. Triple H's music hits. I'm like oh shit, this guy's coming back in the ring. Oh what a big return! And they go back and forth. Maybe the Authority members or like I said, like an AJ Styles comes in, he eliminates Roman Reigns, and Triple H and Roman brawl ringside. Something like that would be great. Um, again, I would not be pissed, or at least not as mad as I was when Reigns won last year. Not just not not pissed, but disappointed because I feel like he's in a better place now than he was last year. But that being said, there's just so many better options, like a Lesnar or an Owens or a Styles, or I don't know if Cena's exactly the outcome I want to see, but um, just something that is not predictable. But you make a great point with Reigns. Beating all 29 men, it would make no sense. He would be Super Cena 2.0 if he wasn't already. Um, and it would make any challenge to his title that was already in the Rumble completely you know, worthless. Yeah, I, I think Reigns has to come in. I mean, ideally, number one, you know, McMahon has the power to say, Reigns, you're going in at, at number one and you're going to go in there until you, until you can't go no more. If, if he doesn't make that move, one through five. Reigns has to be in. If he's in at nine, ten, then it's like, all right, now you, <laughs> now you're making it a little, little easier for him to 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 defend the belt. But one through five, ideally number one, and just seeing him go through, go at least at least um, a full hour of, of dodging the other twenty nine guys. The one question I have for you, um, before that, I, I would say if 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 Hunter is gonna be in it, um. He'll probably be like twenty five through thirty. Um, that's my opinion. If Brock, I mean, I know Brock is gonna be in it, so he'll be like in the fifteen through twenty range. Um, so many scenarios of, of who's gonna be in it, from Brock to, to Triple H to John Cena, uh, Chris Jericho put his name in there, Bray Wyatt. So at least you are gonna get some guys who are gonna be in it that can you can sit back and say, well, you know what, they might have a chance of, of, of winning. Kevin Owens, is Dean Ambrose going to be in it? Um, we don't know what other matches are going to take place on the, the remaining of the card, but 
whatever the other card matches are, those guys have to be in it to fill the spots. Um, I doubt they'll make it like a 40-man rumble like, like they did years ago. I think they'll keep it 30. But one guy I want to ask you if he's going to be in it, and do we see The Undertaker in it? And I ask you why. Um, if he's in it, A, is he in it to win it? Or B, he's in it to set up his his eventual opponent at WrestleMania? Oh, that's a great, great question. I've seen a lot of people ask about that. I've seen some people say that he will be in it. I would not be surprised. I mean, I'd be mildly surprised, but it'd be something I would love to see, considering that if he is retiring at WrestleMania, like, let's do all these one-last-time things with The Undertaker. Let's put him in a Hell in a Cell match one more time. Let's team him with Kane one more time. Let's put him in the Rumble match one more time. He hasn't been in a Rumble in maybe six years. I want to say seven years and since, like, 09, I think. So it'd be something cool hearing that golf drop. Like, oh, oh, shit, it's going down. I mean, we already have so many big names going in as it is, like Lesnar, Jericho, Cena. Cena's not been confirmed yet, but it's pretty much confirmed that he will be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Taker is not a guy that you have to confirm ahead of time. He can be a surprise, like, uh-oh, here comes Taker. And it doesn't have to be an exact um, you, you know, an exact repeat from, I think it was 04 when his music went off and Kane was like, no, I buried you alive, and then someone took out Kane. It doesn't have to be that obvious. He can be in the match itself. But um, you make a great point. I don't think he's going to win it. I feel like him as champion, it, again, it'd be cool for one last run going to WrestleMania. But um, if he's going for the belt at WrestleMania, he should probably be challenger. I would love to see him win it for one night and like retire it the next night or vacate it the next night as he retires. Um, yeah, in terms of setting up a future opponent for WrestleMania, that's the place to do it. I mean, we've seen it done so many times over the years with multiple feuds dating back to like the late 80s. At the birth of the Rumble, we've seen people eliminate each other and set up WrestleMania feuds, and right now it seems like the really the only person that can see him facing WrestleMania. Things still hurt anyway. I don't see that happening. Even if he was healthy, I don't see that happening. But John Cena, you know, he's more than likely going to be in the Rumble. Maybe Cena takes him out, or Cena's about to win, or Cena's like in the ring, and then Taker um, plays mind games with him, and he gets seen eliminated. Something along those lines instead of their match for WrestleMania, because right now. I don't know how they get to that point. I think it's not completely illogical. Cena can say, I want to have your last match, or vice versa, and um, they can have that match at WrestleMania. It's not very hard to get there, but they can set it up at the Rumble if they have the two interact, you know, coming face-to-face and going blow-for-blow in the Rumble before one of them takes the other out, setting up the WrestleMania match. So it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, I I would like to see Taker in it. Um, I don't think he'll be in, in the match that long. But I think it, it'll be um, a point to to try to get your WrestleMania opponent in January and have the next few months following that to 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 build. And I think the only match that can happen is him and John Cena. They they've never fought at WrestleMania. I don't I don't know how many times they fought at at any other pay per view. It's probably not a lot. And Again, if it's going to be Taker's last match in, in, in his home state of Texas and you want, you know, to fill out that Cowboy Stadium, um, the only match that I think, I, I, aside from Taker and Sting, would be Cena and Taker. And I, I think Cena would win that match. Uh, I don't see why not. Um, if Sting happens to <laughs> show up at the Rumble and cause Taker the, the, the Rumble match and that's how you set it up, then by God, like let's do it. I I I don't think he's fully healthy. Um, 
but seeing Taker and seeing one seeing Taker in the Rumble would be would be dope. Um, and have him just <laughs> yeah. just kind of square off against John Cena. Cena could be in there. He's waiting for the the, the next guy. Taker comes out. They do a stare down, and just just like that, that that sets up your WrestleMania opponent. But um, if Taker is not in it, I want to ask you. Maybe aside from Roman Reigns, who who do you see being the final four um, in the Rumble match? Well, it's always tough to predict because if you told me last year that it was going to come down to Roman Reigns, Rusev, Big Show, and Kane, I probably would have thrown up and then laughed and then maybe oh, thrown God. up again because Big yeah. Show and Kane were in the final four, which was awful. And then the year before that, it was Roman Reigns, which I would have never predicted. So it's hard to say. I mean, one scenario that I was thinking about, which would be awesome, I don't see it happening. It's complete fantasy booking, but maybe Triple H and Roman Reigns are in the ring, and they're just, you know, just dueling it out. And um, they're not the final two, but they're just in the ring, and everyone else is gone. The next entrant comes out, and it's Batista. Now, I don't know what his status is for WrestleMania. From what I've heard, he'll be filming Guardians of the Galaxy 2 next spring, but he might have some time to come back for a mini match. I'm not exactly sure. I haven't heard really much about that at all. So... As far as I know, there's a chance. So he can come down, maybe tease aligning with Triple H to go after Rome and then go after Triple H and take him out because the last time we saw him, he quit the authority and he quit the WWE because of Triple H because he didn't give him a title shot. So right. um, that something like that would be cool. Again, I don't know if they'd be the final four and then Roman would win, which is not the ideal outcome like we talked about. Um, but yeah, the final four, I would have to go with, going off the top of my head, maybe Cena, uh, so let's see, Cena, Roman Reigns, Triple H, and I'll just go, I'll just throw it out there, just go AJ Styles and see if he maybe wins it or if he comes close. If he's even going to be in it at all, we don't even know, but I'll go Cena, Styles, and then Triple H and Roman Reigns. That's an all-star Final Four right there. I doubt it's going to happen, but there's a chance. So you mean to tell me that Brock Lesnar is not even going to be in a Final Four? Ah, oh, man, maybe, okay, I think that, I'll take Styles out of there. <laughs> you got me. I'll put Brock Lesnar in there instead of Styles. Some people said, oh, maybe the Wyatt family will take out Lesnar. But even if they did, which mm. I doubt, this guy is not, Lesnar is not a big show. He's not like, oh, four people are going to take him out. That's going to take a lot right. to get out Brock Lesnar. I don't mean four men. It's going to take, like, something supernatural to get this guy out of there because this guy is a, Freaking beast incarnate. He's only been in one Rumble and he won it. So there's going. He's undefeated in Rumble matches technically. So we'll see on uh, in a couple weeks. But yeah, I'll go with Cena, Lesnar, Triple H, Roman. Cena, Triple H, Lesnar, and Roman. Mm-hmm. What? Do, how high is the possibility that Roman Reigns is not in the Final Four? Um, I think there's a there's an all right chance, especially if he comes in number one. You know, I think if he comes in super early and then Triple H comes in, maybe not towards the end, but he comes in maybe like halfway through and he throws out Reigns. There's a there's definitely a chance. Maybe Roman comes back in and eliminates him, which makes absolutely no sense from a from a cave standpoint for someone not a part of the match to come in and eliminate the other person. That's oh, it's always been that way. So I'm not even gonna argue it, but um, there's a chance, but. Um, yeah, I would say the possibility of Roman not making it to the Final Four, there's a, there's a fine chance, especially if he enters early. Now, you mentioned AJ Styles, and I, I'm not going to go any further without 
talking about this mass exodus of New Japan pro wrestling guys of AJ Styles, uh, Nakamura, and, and, and Bullet Club, and whoever else is planning on coming to WWE. Um, a lot of big noise, big traction online about them eventually making their mark in WWE. One, when you first heard about that, what was your reaction? And two, what kind of impact can these guys have? Well, when I first heard the news, I didn't believe it. I thought it was one of those BS rumors. But then after reading more into it and seeing more people talk about it, more credible sources, not confirm it, but, you know, speculate about it and hearing AJ Styles was kicked out of the Bullet Club on Monday in that, oh, my God, even after WWE ran that rumor on their website, even long before that, even probably maybe Monday night after I heard more about it, I think I jumped through maybe three or four or five windows just with excitement, not literally, but just was going crazy basically, with, after hearing the news, that I was so pumped. Because I can't even begin to tell you, AJ Styles has one of, been one of my favorites for probably as long as I've been watching wrestling. The guy is amazing, mm-hmm. and in my opinion, aside from Sting, one of, if not the greatest wrestler to never be in WWE. I know he had like a, he was there for a cup of coffee in like 01, but other than that, as a main, uh, as a main roster performer, he's never been there. And it always boggled my mind from the moment he left TNA in late 2013, that WWE never even bothered to give him a call. They didn't call him, and he said no. From as far as I understand, they never even bothered to, you know, send some feelers out or ask him if he wanted or, you know, even in NXT, they never even bothered, which always boggled my mind. But better late than never. Um, he's one of the greatest wrestlers in the world right now. As far as him, Styles, uh, as far as uh, Styles, Nakamura, and the rest of the Bullet Club, I believe it was uh, Carl Anderson and... Uh, Who's the other one? Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows, who was in WWE's Luke Gallows and Festus, Foster right. Kane, whatever. Um, I feel like they can have a big impact, especially Styles. From what I know, from what I've been reading, and like again, you can only you know believe half of what you read on the internet. When nothing is confirmed as of right now, but it looks like mm-hmm. Styles is officially done with ROH in New Japan. He's free to come over whenever. He has yet to sign a contract, but there's a decent chance he could be in the Rumble. Nakamura's still over there. He's still the Intercontinental Champion in New Japan, so it might take a little bit longer. Same thing. I forgot whether it was Gallows or Anderson, but one of them is still contracted. The other one's a free agent. So um, Styles and one of the other ones can come over almost immediately whenever they sign a contract. So we can see one of them as soon as the Royal Rumble. As far as, I don't think they'll come in together. It would be cool in the article that was up on WWE.com speculating about the rumors, which is, Super rare. I don't think. I think it might be even unprecedented. I've never seen anything like that reported before, other than an Owens or an Atami or a, a, a Devitt, you know, whatever. When they came in, I mean, that, that was only confirmed when they when they did sign, not before they signed. Right. Um, like that it was Styles, but yeah, I feel like Styles will come in on his own. It looks like he might come into the main roster, which is great. NXT would be amazing, but I feel like he's a big enough name. Enough people know who he is, where he could make a big impact on the roster and really inject a new life to uh, Raw, SmackDown, the WWE product as a whole. As far as the other guys, Bullet Club and Nakamura, Nakamura might come to the main roster too. Um, I'd be fine with him going to NXT first, but he seems like a big enough name that he can go to the main roster too. As far as Anderson and Gallows, I feel like they'll be paired with Balor and kind of do a Balor Club deal. I don't know, as a baby face or as a heel gimmick, as a heel faction in NXT, I don't know. Balor might get called up soon, so I wouldn't be surprised if that came to the main roster before it came to NXT. They just went straight to the main roster. But, uh, yeah, they can have a big impact. I mean, I haven't seen this much buzz about a signing 
Probably ever. I mean, even Sting. I mean, a lot of people were waiting for that. That was amazing. That probably since Sting, but even before that, mm-hmm. again, I I can't think of a competitor that was like, oh man, I'm so wrestled in WWE. I'm, you know, he's one of the greatest guys to never go over there. Styles has been that guy for years. Even before he left TNA, people were hoping he would jump ship. But he, he's been the face of TNA, or he was the face of TNA for over ten years. So, um, you know, people have been comparing to this to the Radicals from the late nineties, the right, right. early two thousands, whenever. Yeah, the early two thousands. Yeah, Benoit, Malenko, Eddie, and uh, Perry Saturn when they came over as a group. So it, it's amazing for them to acquire these four guys all at once. I don't know if they'll come in. They'll come in all at once. I don't think they will. They, they don't need to be getting together. Styles can be on his own. Huge, huge plus for WWE, especially at a time when so much is going on. Um, they're kind of already building momentum towards WrestleMania. No better time for it to happen. Uh, a big blow to New Japan. A lot of great talent gone, but um, a huge gain. New Japan's loss is WWE. Right. Now, my thing is, you as a fan and someone who, who covers the business for, for Bleacher Report, are is there any worry, any anxiety where you... You might feel like these guys, big names, they, they they come here, but then like they might not be used properly. You know, always there's always going to be that fear. I think amongst many of the members of you know uh, amongst wrestling fans that you know it'd be cool to know Joe was in WWE, but I don't know if they'll use him properly. But look what happened. I feel like now, uh, you know what? I'm actually kind of glad now that they're coming over, as opposed to maybe you know even a year or two ago. You know, especially two or three years ago when Triple H did not have as much influence as he does, that is totally, Nakamura especially, is totally a Triple H move. He was not in charge if he had no input and he was getting signed. Half these guys wouldn't even be here. Owens, give me a break. That guy would not be in WWE if Triple H was not in charge of NXT or development or whatever. Not even a chance. Same thing with Devitt and Atami. Vince wouldn't give that, those guys a second look. Um, the other, only other guy that I can see, other than Brian and Punk, no other real indie guys have been signed based off Buzz alone. And even those guys, they weren't, there were never really any plans for them to become as big as they were. They just kind of gained traction based off of their own popularity. WWE had no plans to push either one of those guys beyond a certain level. But um, as far as this group of characters, Styles, I, I feel like he's going to be great no matter what because people can just really connect with him. He's a great wrestler. How much they'll limit him, I, I guess we'll, you know, time will tell. We'll have to wait and see. But... There's always going to be that fear. You can't live in fear, though. I, I always, I always say, just because it's time for Styles to come over, it's been a long time coming. The other two guys, they're not going to be like main event players anyway. I think they might be in their 30s and 40s. I think especially Carl Anderson. Uh, but as a tag team, it'd be great. Nakamura, I probably fear for more than anyone else, just because I hate to say just because he's a Japanese talent, but WWE's record track record with Japanese talents coming in, Funaki, um, Takamichinaku, Yoshitatsu, um, all these other guys that they've signed over the years. Uh, Shinzuki or whatever his name was, um, like, uh, Kenzo Suzuki from like 10 or so years ago. None of these guys ever really got above a certain level just because they were given the obligatory Japanese dowing gimmick, oh, we don't know English, like all that stupid racial crap. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. They're not utilizing them to their full potential. Nakamura, I feel like, is different. Atami's been different. He's been great in NXT, so I feel like they won't run into that issue. Um, there's always going to be that sliver of like, yeah, what if it doesn't work out? But me personally, even if it doesn't work out, at least we could say, you know what, at least he tried, at least Styles tried to get in WWE, and we can say that he was in WWE. Not like, oh, we'll never know what might have been. At least now, now is the time. And with Triple H 
at the helm of NXT and having some input with the main roster, uh, I, I definitely think there's, there's a chance of all four guys succeeding at some level. Hey, Graham, I got two more uh, for you before I let you go. Um, the Rock said he's going to be at WrestleMania. We have no idea what he's going to do, whether to do some promo work, to, uh, match. I have no idea. Um, what is the best scenario? What is the best scenario for the Rock at WrestleMania? You know, I'm thinking he just talks. He does a talking segment. I don't know <laughs> what he's going to do. He's been counting up like, oh, I'm going to do something historic, other than breaking the record, of course, for attendance. Which, whether they actually do that or not, they're going to uh-huh. doubt that they will. So it doesn't even matter. But um, I, I feel like at this point, after he's been building it up, is like, oh, I'm going to do something huge. It's going to be awesome. And it's going to be hard to top his previous WrestleMania appearances. You know, the first for two years he wrestled. That first year he guest hosted. Um, another year he had that amazing segment with Hogan and Stone Cold. And last year he had that thing with the Authority and Ronda Rousey, which was historic. Right. So, you know, the, the bar has been set for Rock's appearances at WrestleMania. I don't know what he's going to do. I expect him to not wrestle just because, based off the rumor mill, that he's filming a movie around that time and that his agents don't want him wrestling because there's a chance he might get hurt and kind of screw up the filming schedule, which is a legitimate concern because when he was wrestling, when he wrestled at those two WrestleManias, 20 and 29, he got hurt both times. It's not because of John Cena, just because Rock does not wrestle too often. So, um, And he was pretty busted up, especially after that 29 match. He was gone for like a year after that, so he didn't come back until 30. So I don't think he'll wrestle this year. Um, I would love to see it. I think it'd be great. You know, Rock and Brock, Rock and Triple H, which was in the cards, I think, last year, but it didn't come to fruition. So... Ending's possible, um, but I think he'll probably talk. I don't know what else you really do with him if he's not wrestling. But if he was wrestling, I feel like they would have made their mind up about it right about now, and they would have said, Rock will be wrestling at WrestleMania. You know, they just said he would be there. They've teased it. I'm not getting my hopes up for, for him wrestling a match, just because right. I feel like they would have confirmed it by now, or they would have confirmed it in the initial announcement. But I'm just happy, you know, alone that he's going to be there. It's a great ad for WrestleMania that he has much star power as they can, especially at a time where so, so, so many of their talents are gone with um, some people have left, some people are injured, a lot of people are injured. Who am I kidding? So they need as much star power as they, as they can possibly get right now, and Rock is that guy, regardless of whether people get bored of his promos or not. Mm-hmm. He's always entertaining, and he's a freaking draw. People know who Dwayne The Rock Johnson is. Oh, I saw that guy in Fast and Furious. I saw that guy in Hercules. I saw him in San Andreas. I'm going to watch WrestleMania for The Rock. And I know people like that, too. People will just watch wrestling or watch Raw for The Rock because they know who he is. So it's a great ad for WrestleMania. No idea what he's going to do, but I'm looking forward to it, though. Hey, uh, one final one uh, for you, Graham, before I let you go. Um, we've been getting a heavy dosage of Vince McMahon being back on Raw. We, ha- we did not see him much in, in 2015 until the, uh, the latter part. Um, he's heavily involved in the storyline with, with Roman Reigns being the world champion. Um, just overall, what's your sense of seeing McMahon back on TV and being back in the fold with the storyline with Reigns, and how long do you see him involved and continuously to be on, on TV? I think it's cool. I mean, we haven't seen Vince in a regular role on WWE TV for at least three or four years. The last time I'm thinking is like when they did the whole Summer of Punk thing. That was, at this point, five years ago. So it's been refreshing, but at the same time, they can't rest on and just rest on, you know, just completely rely on their established guys. I mean, and I know Vince isn't a wrestler, but as an authority figure, they can't always keep on going back to that tired trope of heel authority figures. We need to get rid of the authority, period. Hopefully sooner right. rather than later. But 
if anyone's going to be a heel authority figure, it, you better bring in a guy who basically invented the concept back in 1997. Um, he's the best at what he does. That's who really kind of started this tired trope of authority figures back when it was still fresh in the late 90s, early 2000s. So if you're going to do it, do it with the best. Triple H and Stephanie are great, too, but in small doses, they really kind of teeter the line. Sometimes they're you know, berating Daniel Bryan. Other weeks they're dancing with the New Day, so you don't really know what they are, and you can't mm-hmm. really get behind them as heels. Right. Triple H is better in his proud Papa role in NXT, which I feel like he should roster at some point when the authority's done. But with Vince, he's great. His performances the last couple of weeks have been great. I've loved them, and they've been awesome. Um, but again, hopefully it's not long-term, because we're going to start to get sick of him, too, before long. Um, so hopefully, right. you know, you know, he, he runs his course in the next month or two. Maybe they tie up the authority storyline by WrestleMania. I doubt it, but it'd be nice. And um, we can finally move forward. But, yeah, for the, for the time being, it's been something good. And, you know, Vince, with the ratings being in the shitter for the last couple of months, and Roman Reigns not getting over, I mean, leave it to the boss to do what um to do what he wants, to do it himself. And he's done it himself. He got Roman Reigns over by himself, something that, you know, Triple H kind of did it at TLC, but I think it was mostly thanks to Vince and them taking bumps and him, you know, doing whatever, because Stephanie's not going to take any bumps. Right. Um, he, he's been good. Hopefully he's not here for the long term, but... For the time, for the few weeks that we have gotten him as an on-air character again, for the first time in many years, it's been refreshing. It's been effective in getting Reigns over because no one hates... You can't boo Reigns when he's in the ring with the authority. There's no way. So they've done a good job about that. Um, but hopefully they can kind of move past that in the months to come. Hey, Graham Matthews, always appreciate you coming on the show. If you, if uh, Real quick, if you've been hearing this little beep going off i've been having people calling me for the last 20 minutes and um i don't know i don't know if you heard it on your side on my side i did but um yes somebody's been calling me and i didn't want to click over because i'm like i'm doing the show i can't be (laughs) interrupted right now so um it, it you know if the beep comes out on the podcast it is what it is but overall Overall, it's been a great conversation with you. A, a lot, lots to look forward to in the world of wrestling. Royal Rumble, Reigns being champion, Styles and company coming over, um, Rocket Mania, Vince back on TV. Um, it, it's, it's good to be a, a wrestling fan. Hopefully we get um, the, the injured people back on, on TV soon. Um, I know me and you will catch up before WrestleMania time. You are on Twitter at Russell Rant. You do work for Bleacher Report. Um, Happy New Year to you and the family, and look forward to speaking with you soon, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's been a great combo. Always great talking, and we'll definitely catch up uh, right before WrestleMania. As always, make it an annual tradition. All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Anytime, man. I'll catch you down the road. All right.